One, two, three, four. Hodgson around to Carey. Hodgson lassoed by Callis. Look at Callis. Look at Callis. And the All Blacks starting quickly. And that's a set. And away goes for Lau. I don't think they'll run him down. Kitchen takes it. That is a blinder from Nathan Lyon. Gathers. Big boy McAvoy can't run him down. Oh boy. Where are we? Big boy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Gumnut Sports, Australia's best worst sports podcast. Uh, my name is Jack, not Tom, who astute listeners, all four of you will remember, has been fired. We've, uh, we've sent him uh, to Baltimore in the USA with a smacked bottom to think about his behaviour and we may allow him back in if he has a good Gumnut of the Week or he brings me some new Under Armour branded undies. Uh, with, with me around the Redfern Redwood table are uh, Mr. Joseph Wimberger and the mathical mastermind himself, Mr. Fish. How are we, gents? And what are we complaining about in sport this week? Oh, it's a bit of a nothing week, wasn't it? There yeah. was very yeah. little that happened after the, the drama, the tears of last week. Mm, Fish Show, you're not usually very sad, but this week, uh, what's happened? Well, this week just sucked, really. I mean, oh, I won't, I won't cover everything, but like, what really pissed me off is when the cricket was grim. It's like, all right, turn to the rugby. Rugby's going to be better. Um, two things to start off with. First, Rebels got dumped by the Hurricanes, specifically Bowden Barrett again. Oh, uh, it <laughs> that was man. So it annoying. Was, no, it was that Lamb guy. Um, oh, yeah. Lamb uh, on, on the wing. I don't know that that winger that scored four tries, and they yeah. were all just handed to him. So, so that was upsetting. And then I was like, all right, I watch Waratah's Brums. Like, an Aussie team has to win here. Mm. Like, I, I almost think both teams lost. That was a very average game of footy. Well, the first half was terrible, but I quite liked, you know, like, it, it, was, it was a scrap, but it wasn't woeful. There were some good tries in the second there were, half. There were some good tries, but just the handling was so bad. And to cap it off, Falau got injured. Well, he's only out for four weeks, and they're playing, like, the Reds, yeah. the Blues, the, uh, the Reds and the Sunwolves, and, like, some weak teams, so it's not too uh, bad I'd, for them. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know you're being sensible here, Jack, which is weird, because that's normally my role when you're well, having I'm a just, race. I'm just having, having, the, I'm, yeah. I'm having to play the Tom role, so I'm just being a nice guy, but don't worry, yeah. it gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, so my learning for the week was, despite the bright start to the season, Australian rugby still very questionable. Uh, I read it was uh, no, it's thirty-five games since we've beaten an all-black team, a New Zealand team. Yeah, Uh, really, thirty-five consecutive on the trot, and it is now at the point that it's become a thing that no New Zealand team wants to be the team that breaks the streak. Oh, Which no. is going to make it even harder. No. Yeah, it's a thing now. Stock, aren't yeah. you? It's, you, uh, we, it's a you thing. Just, I was just hoping the Blues would be like, a, oh, it's just the Brumbies. We'll knock them off and like have a slip up. Oh. All right. Anyway, that's that's me. Joe, what are you upset <sighs> about? Oh, I'm not really. Mine isn't really a whinge, if I'm honest. It's it's a key learning from mm, our weekend yeah. of sport. Um, so I watched a couple of games of AFL on the weekend. I watched yeah. uh, the Collingwood game. I watched the Carlson game. I watched a bunch of others. Uh, and then we actually went uh, as a uh, as a team, as a unit, as a unit to the Swans yesterday afternoon. And my learning is that people fucking love singing Sweet Caroline. Yes. <laughs> like, honestly, I've seen other teams try and get songs that aren't their team songs, just some kind of pop song going to get the crowd, you know, G'd up, get the vibe on. Uh, Collingwood uh, tried it with uh, Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. Yeah. And it's really, it's bad. It's, ba- it's, it's a, not the one I would have well, picked. It's a slow but... song, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's very dark and brooding. And the fans just kind of sit there, you know, in there. There's, there's probably a segment idea in this where we, we go through and we pick songs for each team. Oh, proper team songs. Yeah, exactly. Genuine team songs. Keep uh, that one under your yeah. hat, I'm going to uh, keep my powder dry on that one. 
My, you, uh, what's yours? My, uh, my complaint slash learning for the week is that redemption stories, and even for adults, having a really fucking good cry tends to get you out of trouble. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good point. It's, it's really useful. I've, I, watching Steve Smith just bawling on TV cameras... It uh, reminded me of a, a 12-year-old me desperate to get out of trouble and, and uh, just really being guilty about getting caught. So I think the learning here is if you're fucked up, let the floodgates on. It's kind of better out than in. Uh, you will be forgiven very quickly. Because really, how fast did that turn into Steve Smith the dickhead to, oh, my God, he's just brilliant. It's so, it's so sad. And the redemption story, it turned very quickly. Well, what they're saying is that he had to become a boy. To become a man. Oh, you know, name sake. someone who didn't instantly become a good bloke after they cried. Well, it's true. David Warner, though, like, it, it's, it's fucking yeah. genius. Like, people are like, David Warner is like, he's bawling his eyes out. Like, you know, okay, he had a single manufactured James he Franco was the plasma tear. to your, uh, your OLED, and Steve Smith was the OLED. Well, he, in, in high definition, David Warner's face definitely pocked, marked, and questionable. But uh, look. The way that it turned on him as well, like just to fit the narrative. Oh, he was crying crocodile tears. They had like a fucking. It's so had, yeah, easy. It's to just paint him as a villain, terrible. isn't it? They just uh, needed a villain to, to take the to take the attention off. In, in their defence, I mean, it's it's pretty. It, it looks pretty bad to go to the press conference, cry, and get really upset, and say, "I'm really sorry. I've let everyone down." And then come out pretty much at the first opportunity and say, "I think I'm going to appeal my suspension." Well, they're trying to get yeah. they're trying to get let go so they can play the domestic season. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Which I think is pretty reasonable. You may as well, like the yeah. Sheffield Shield is. You may as well contribute to the fucking thing. Like Steve Smith playing a whole season of Sheffield Shield can only be a good thing for everyone else in Sheffield Shield, except yeah. for the people playing against him in the Sheffield Shield. Yeah, but you've got to get better, mate. This is fucking yeah. free market economics in action. It's competition. I know, but just imagine you're the like Western Australian bowler, not good enough to play for the Test team, and now you're bowling to Steve Smith. Well, now you're actually dropped from the team because sorry, Steve Smith <laughs> is back Smith and he wants back. to play. Oh, <laughs> it's like Moisture Zenriks, who's like he's just fill-in captain for when Steve Smith's not playing. Oh, Christ. Hey, uh, Rip's order of an episode coming up for you. We're going to buy, sell the com games. And with the cricketing lads in the naughty corner, we've got a new arm of Gumnut Ventures. Gumnut Sponsorship Services here to give those flagging incomes a boost. So it's not all doom and gloom with the cricket. We are going to show how our boys can turn their lives around and hopefully uh, some of our favourite brands. Good. Happy with that. That was a nice little yarn to get going. Gumnut Investing advice here with a get-rich-quick pyramid scheme once again, this time letting you know where to put your money for the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Gentlemen, what are the uh, stocks on your radar this month? So I'm going to start with my buy, and my buy is the ticker tape SRG, which is syringes. Now, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, there's, there's two, there's Why two- do you say that? There's two reasons for this. Firstly, uh, so it's been revealed some syringes were found uh, in the athletes' village at the Commonwealth Games. It's a big scandal. They're being tested for what substance was in them and what the DNA as well. It's like, ooh, they've right. got all CSI on this. Ooh, which uh, do, they, do they even have that technology on the Gold Coast? I, it's basically um, a second world country down there. 
Um, yeah, so that's sort of, that's one reason. Even though Russia is not part of this Commonwealth Games, it looks like there is some doping going on. So we have that. The other reason is uh, to keep the good news rolling. There's been a flu outbreak in the athletes' village as oh, well. Fantastic. So um, three different people have come down. For some reason, they're being cagey on whether they're athletes, team officials, or. There was a third category I can't remember. Right, the people that are actually sick. Yeah. Mm. So they've had to uh, ship in a bunch more, a bunch of flu vaccinations as well. So drugs, both legal and illegal, flowing through. Everything's being injected. Buy up your syringes. Big pharma at it again. What's the ticker on that one, Fisho? Uh, that is SRG. SRG. Very good, Fisho. Right. What about your cell? What my, have you got for us? My cell is the ADL, which is the Australian Dolphins, the swim team. <laughs> What? They have a mascot it's and everything. Yeah, they, they've been it's the Australian Dolphins for... Dolphin League. I'm so naive. Does that mean like the lawn bowls are like the, um, I don't know, the prickly pears or something? No, it's the fucking echidnas. Uh, of course. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, the swimmers have been dolphins for a few years now. But anyway, they are my cell. I think they've come into this so overconfident. Um, mm. So keep in mind, they finished eighth at the Swimming World Championships last year with one gold. So that was a bit rough. And then Rio... Oh. Rio was about as disappointing as London was in the pool. It was, yeah. So that was bad. Despite this, um, so Kate Campbell's come out and said, oh, look, I don't think anyone can beat us. I think we're really on top of our game. Which she does every time and then chokes. Yes. It's, I yes. sat it's next such to her a Glenn once. McGrath, Have I brought it? this up? Not on the pod. You've told me, but not on the pod. I sat next to her. Wait, was wait, she six and a lot better than you? Pardon? Was this at uni? Yeah, yeah, it's my first day of uni for my uh, gifted scholars program, uh, and she was on a sporting scholarship. It was Wait, quite good. You actually. also on yeah. a sporting scholarship? What sport were you uh, an elite athlete for? Uh, knife throwing. <laughs> of course. Yes. So she's come out very overconfident. Carl Chalmers, um, who had to withdraw from the world champs last year because of a heart condition. So mm. the mm. heart and soul of our team. I actually know him. I sat next to him in a bed for heart surgery. Oh, that's a lie. No. So he's come out and said he doesn't even know who he's swimming against, so he's off on the other planet. <laughs> and then Emily Seabom can't even stay out of the bloody lane ropes. She's what? a back so she's a backstroker, right? And yeah. normally they use the roof to determine if they're going straight. Right. But the Gold Coast pool is outdoor. Oh, no. So she's got no marker. So at the warm-up event, she was just crashing into the lane ropes all the time. <laughs> oh, we can't God. even swim straight, and we're trying to claim we're oh, unbeatable. No. Sell the dolphins oh, now no. before reality comes crashing oh, back so, in. So. No. That's quite good from you, Fisho, because I've actually got the dolphins as my buy. Oh, this really? Is yes. So uh, Australian Swimming, ticket code ASS, A-S-S, who ass. with that little by way of uh, genuine competition are going to rob home and give us all the false hope we need heading into Tokyo 2020. Now, I should add, this is an index fund, so it averages the overall performance of individual swimmers. But if you wanted to get really into the nitty-gritty, uh, Kyle Chalmers, ticket KYC Lube Jelly, and uh, Kate Campbell, ticket Central Coast Barracks, CCB, are uh, two individual performers that I would buy now and sell immediately after the games are over. Uh, we don't usually uh, recommend that you buy stocks with a period less than five years, but... Yeah. Uh, in this one, it is definitely a get rich Short quick. Term. Yeah. So, is this the first time we've ever had like a direct competition with the buy sell? Mm, I think it's a it's attention. interesting. Yeah. yeah. You should make a bet now. A Buffett sell bet. Uh, five years time. Yeah. Who has more money? Fisho. A plate of wings at Trinity Bar says I'm right. Oh God. All right. All right. I'll take that. Mm. We'll work out what the actual terms are off air. And uh, my sell. 
Uh, Australian Republican Movement memberships, ticker ARM, oh, uh, as yet another generation of passive monarchists is confused into thinking that if we become a republic, we will not get to compete at the Commonwealth Games. Wait, sell? That is a sell, yes. Everyone's going to get all monarchists being like, oh, the Commonwealth is good, we're winning the Games. So we don't get to compete uh, at the Commonwealth Games. We're not a republic in spite of South Africa, South Africa and Africa India. And Canada yeah. Yeah. as well. So we're just yeah. going to... You did hear it here first from a vowed monarchist and uh, friend of Peter Fitzsimons, Jack Spicer. I would sell your ARM. I would microwave your ARM memberships, Jesus. boys. That's... Um, that's uh, quite a fitting uh, sell because it's kind of like mine. You know, we're talking about all of these colonial nations, a little bit controversial in the history. Uh, my buy is uh, bricks, BRC, physical bricks, <laughs> because <laughs> there Wait. are many protests slated to, oh, uh, to be oh. occurring. As in bricks going through windows? Bricks going... Oh, oh bloody God. hell. Yeah, yeah. There are going to be... I mean, it's probably not going to get that violent, but, you know, you never know. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of protesting going to go on at the Commonwealth Games in uh, in the Gold Coast. Mm. The last time it was here, there were lots of protests, and I feel like the, uh, the the political activist climate is hotter than ever. You've got all the bad people in one place. What um get them? What exactly are they protesting? Oh, you know, sovereign nation stuff. You yeah. Know, whenever Australia is you know, on the world stage, it's a good opportunity for people to get uh, all riled get up. Get the knives out. And it, yeah. thinking about sports. Yeah. Well, I mean, Which, as we know, is not political, CC Adam Goods. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but how would you, like, I mean, if you're a protest group, you can't um, pass up this opportunity to have dozens of people on TV seeing your protests outside the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> Literally the dozen people watching yeah. it on Channel yeah. 7. Yeah. So, I mean, they haven't really thought that one through. Regardless, uh, bricks are my buy. Uh, so, would you recommend actually buying a physical pallet of bricks yes. and then uh, and then selling Trucking it off at some other Cabal point? Ab, yeah, and then right. having them available uh, for, like, That's single That's smart. You can actually units. Price gouge with them. Yeah. That's quite good. You could make a mint on that. It's, uh, it's good thinking. And what, what's your sell, Joe? My sell is the Gold Coast Titans ticker T-I-T-TIT. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've had trading suspended nine years ago. <laughs> also, they're on, they're on a high after dumping the Bronx last that's night. The thing, oh. That's the thing. It's the perfect time to sell. Uh, let me tell you why. Because their home ground is Gold Coast Stadium. I think they just call it colloquially. Yeah. Um, Was it called Skilled Park or something like oh, that? Oh, it's, it's got some acronym. Skilled Stadium? There's, no. It, no, the circular one's now Metricon. They've not been created. Oh, it used that. to be Skilled Park. I think it's a different one. Regardless, uh, regardless. Anyway, it's a sell. Yeah. The reason it's a sell is because they're going to play two of their home games uh, away because of the games. So they'll be the home team but playing somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know where they're playing? Oh, can I can I take a guess? Take a guess. Take uh, a stab. If, if the AFL is anything to go by, Shanghai is Shanghai Co- is Kochi no. involved? Koshi is not involved. No, it's domestic. Uh, okay. Uh, is it? It's not like when they played the Broncos a few years ago at Lang. No, because they played the Broncos last night. There was a, in their first season they played a game at Lang Park against the Broncos, where the Broncos were the away team. You see, it's it's not yeah. quite like that. They've actually gone. Okay, we can't do that again. So yeah. they're playing in Toowoomba. Oh, oh wow. wow! And they're playing in Gladstone. That's ooh. I like that. The Titans, no, the Titans is full of these bloody glitzy, you know, people that yeah, want to play on the Gold Coast. They're yeah. not going to survive one night in <laughs> a real Queensland. I was, I was going to say, imagine, because the pitch for bringing players there would be like, look, it's the Gold Coast. It's exactly. Been so it's like, all right, boys, we're off to Toowoomba and Gladstone this week. It just... It- did you pack your high-vis vests? Where exactly. are they going to get cocaine Look, in Gladstone? It goes against the grain of what the Gold Coast boys are about. <laughs> Ash Taylor is going to be strung up oh, into no. Wumba. It's gonna be oh. He's going to be caught wearing a jock strap, which, as we know, is unacceptable. 
outside the Brisbane Bible Belt. I don't even think you can buy hair gel in either of those two places. <laughs> no, you just, you just use dirt, mate. Oh, God. So yeah, dirt and sweat, mate, holds it great. Just fucking give it a rub. Give it a rub. <laughs> that is my cell, the Titans. That's uh, a good cell, sir. As always, Gumnut Sports members may have interest in the stocks they talk about, so don't buy solely on what you hear. We are yeah. so fucking shamelessly derivative. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so like, is good. he gonna do it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did it last time. It was like we both planned to do it. The Australian team is short three players, but fellas, that is nothing compared to how financially short those three players are now. The sponsors are leaving in droves. They've microwaved their memberships, so we thought we'd lend our massive brains to give the fellas a hand in covering their financial holes. We've each taken one of the players, and we are going to recommend the investment sponsorship strategy for them. Joe, what have you got for us? Mm, So I've gone with David Warner. The uh, the firebrand, mm. um, the bad man himself, because I think that he's he has a point of view, right? His he does. He's of, got a point of view. His yeah. Point of view is cheat, right? <laughs> and I think that's fine because it's better than being like a cowardly fence sitter, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And I mean, at the end of the day, his objective is not to cheat; it's to win. Yes. Right. right? And it's about taking shortcuts and being really efficient in how you win. Unfortunately, he got caught, but that's mm. what it's about. So mm. the perfect sponsor for him is actually Sportsbet. <laughs> that is quite good, yes. And mm. I mean, you just look at it. Look at the the, the people they've used in their recent campaigns. They had uh, was it Ben Johnson, the uh, the disgraced, <laughs> disgraced oh, runner? Yes, they had someone that looks like Lance Armstrong. They had a, like a Russian uh, weightlifter. Yeah, Davy Warner fits right in there. I mean, you could even build a product around it, like the uh, the bet tamperer, where you could like <laughs> sand down the odds for yourself. Oh god, <laughs> it's perfect. It all makes sense because you know punters are always about these little shortcuts. Like bet the bet on the cricket. And if it comes out that there's been ball tampering, you get an automatic $50 bonus bet. Put the logo over it. Yeah. Exactly. So you can see where I'm going with this. You know, you have, you have something around, you know, short odds because yeah. David Warner's really short yeah. and about making them longer. So it's genius. I think it's a great fit. And I think Davey would, uh, would be hard pressed to turn down a sponsorship from Sportsbet. I think that's, uh, that's some smart thinking from that's, you. That's I've pretty got good, a, yeah. uh, it, it, David Warner definitely an interesting one because people already thought he was a dickhead. So you kind of exactly. there's can't less ground that. to make up. Whereas yeah. Steve Smith, who I have chosen, reputation tarnished. He's not a wheat bigs kid anymore, boys. He's right. a fucking full grown adult cheat. And uh, here is the as James Sutherland refused to uh, refuse to brandish Wash that him. down with your milk. Now, uh, as Steve Smith's representative. The total uh, the co- total cost to him has been massive, and he actually has a $10 million property portfolio. So you could say he's actually in the most trouble of the lot financially. But I found an uh, enterprising sponsor who's willing to give him a hand, Fox Symes Debt Consulting. Who? Fox Symes Debt Consulting, ticker price uh, Fox FOX. Uh they are going to pay off his debt in return for unlimited use of his name and image. So you can eat shit wheat bix kids. Vox Pops and Wait, testimonials are on. Hang on. How does this work? Fox Symes Debt Consultants, ticker, price, uh, ticker code FOX. They are Australia's largest provider of debt solutions. They'll give you a free debt analysis and they help over 100,000 Australians every year. Now, their logo is. Uh, Get yourself out of debt is the tagline. So it's kind of straightforward. But uh, Steve Smith, 
with that massive property portfolio, what better time to jump in, get him at a reduced rate, and uh, give him a hand uh, to win a few brownie points in the process? Right, kind of like a, you know. Look at how much we got this bloke out of the shit. Exactly. You're yeah. going to be fine. If we can if get we- Steve Smith out of debt, we can get you out of debt, you piece of shit, because yeah. your cover drive is fucking rubbish. What do you think, Fisher? Uh, I, I agree that most people in debt do have a rubbish cover drive. <laughs> well, you can see how the lines already are working. Steve Smith, uh, in debt, need to get out. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll lend you a hand. Uh, there's probably a joke about Devaru, Detaru, Stephen Peter Detaru Smith. That is so niche. That's fucking the. Uh, it's very good, uh, mm. but uh, yeah, I think uh, definitely a massive opportunity for Fox Times Debt Solutions coming up right now. All right, yeah. so we've got sports bet for Dave Warner. We've got Fox Times <laughs> Debt Solutions for Stephen <laughs> yeah. Peter Devereux. Devereux, thank you. Devereux, um, Fisho. Who did you have? Bangers. Yeah, so I had Cam Bancroft, and look, not not being like the marketing genius that you two are, I've I've, I've gotten mm. half an idea and I'm a bit struggling, so you might need to help me flesh it out. But I'm thinking Bancroft could do really well with like Bunnings or Home Hardware or something, mm. and they they sort of launch a new line which is stuff about they've got they more having sort of demonstration classes available in the store because it sort of came out that. Bancroft, so when Warner was talking to Bancroft, he wasn't just pressuring him to do it. He was sort of teaching him how to, how to ball tamper, really. Right. And so, I mean, Bancroft, he's a young guy on the team. He's, he's like just got in. He's looking for a role model or something to do it. And then, um, so Bunnings could be like, uh, Bunnings new professional development. Learn to use sandpaper the right way. Exactly. Or, yeah. It's that, it's that sort of thing. And you say, look, if he'd had a, and then you can have an ad. You got some two cricketers. They're doing sandpaper. A Bunnings mate comes in and says, "No, that's not how you do it." Takes away the cricket ball he's standing. Using the wrong gives grade. him a block mm. of wood. Exactly. Gives him a block of wood. So it's two angles. It's one: learn to use tools the right way, mm. and two: to get taught by the right people. Is there an angle so in that which is like, "Don't be a tool. Use your tools for good," or something like that? So you know, use we, we're tools, teaching don't you. Be a tool. We're teaching you how not to cheat by yeah, teaching you. So this is you. almost so, yeah. like a CSR thing. Yeah, well, it could yeah. be. But so, you know, like you you do it so that although you're saying don't cheat, you're showing people here's how to cheat, but don't do it. Yeah. So it's really cheeky. Because, like, really, Bunnings is all about shaving 10% off the ball. That is true. That's good. Actually, if, if, you, if, mm. if, you find a, if you find a better cricket ball, we'll beat it by 10%. If you find a heavier cricket ball that hasn't yeah. been tampered with, we'll tamper <laughs> with it by 10%. Oh, mate, we just want to knock off the 156 down to about 152 grams, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. If we can just get that lacquer off nice and early, might get a replacement in. There you yeah. go. Hooroo. Yeah, but I think sort of Bunnings or hardware stores could be a winner for show has just created a content series because content is king. I don't know what that means. There <laughs> <laughs> uh. goes Palmer, who picks it out of bounds on the fall. How could anyone be that uncut? Gumnut of the week. Who is the biggest chum in the scrum? It is Gumnut of the week time. And boys, who has been behaving badly this week? I don't know about badly, mate, but I just know wrongly. I know who's wrong. You know who's wrong? Sharks coach Robert Dupree. Mm. The reason he's wrong is this that is Super Rugby Sharks. Super Rugby Sharks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Excellent. Should corrected. Uh, but uh, he's come out uh, before this. I think or like before round one, right? And we're what five rounds in now? Yeah, about that. He's come out in round one and basically pulled a McGrath and said, "We're going to win like four out of five games, basically." Yeah. 
Like, we're going to win on the road. We're going to win. We're going to do this, do that. Sharks, uh, I think they're the worst team in the South African Conference at mm. the moment. Good. Um, so after he said that, they lost to the Lions in Joburg. They drew with the Waratahs in Durban. Um, beat the Sunwolves at home, but that doesn't count. Um, but then they went on two up. They've lost to the Brumbies and the Rebels. They had a win this weekend. It is very poor for them. But it's very, very poor. And I think it's weird for a South African to make one of those um, one of those references. But also, he's not even being ironic. No. So, yeah, he's doing it legitimately. And had some expectations also, of a the win. The Sharks were pretty av last year, mm. weren't they? Well, they weren't that strong. No, no. They tend to be like a mid-table team. Like they're not, they don't go for, they don't fluctuate. Like they, they'll make the semis a fair bit, and then they'll be just off the pace a fair yeah. bit. They're not like the, uh, not like the winning or last Queensland Reds. Yes. Uh, but uh, so, yeah. So looking at the Sharks from their six games so far, they're two wins, three losses, and a draw. Mm. And that draw was at home against the Waratahs. Like that's not, it's not Crusaders in Christchurch, really. Exactly. So, so, so I what, guess what was he thinking? Well, what that's was the it, thing. What was his logic? My gum nut is basically him for pulling a try coming for the whole season, which yeah, is where you say, you're yeah. watching and you say there's a try coming and it's usually a turnover or a penalty to the defending team. Yeah, basically. All right, what do you both got? Yeah, mate, uh, Quinny de Cock. He's, uh, yeah. he's been called Adam Gilchrist reborn, even though Gilchrist is not yet dead. But uh, <laughs> you hive minders out there will not believe what I have got for you here. Sean Marsh. Utterly deceived by a Keshev Maharaj delivery and was out for all money down the pitch stumped. But somehow, bewilderingly, Quinton de Kock was unable to complete the stumping. And the reason for this is because at the exact moment that he caught the ball, he was stung by a bee. Oh. The best player in the Australian team <laughs> is a bee. It's This has actually happened before. A game against Sri Lanka last year delayed several hours because a swarm of bees pitch invaded. Was that yeah. in South Africa? And I can, can yeah. in South Africa, after Wanderers, and I can... Who's bringing bees? And I can confirm that this was a tough one because I didn't know whether to give gum nut of the week to the bees, mm. Quinton de Kock... Or actually just whichever lunatic beekeepers keep not it's, fucking shutting mm. the bees away. Yeah. Because uh, I can confirm that none of the bees that Pitch invaded a, uh, uh, about a year ago were wearing pants. So they were streaking. Streakers, uh, streaking bees. So, uh, yeah, if we're getting stung by a bee and failing to complete a stumping, that's it's pretty gum nut worthy, I think. That that's actually really funny. That's yeah. it's fucking great. Just, just, I, it's just, I could just imagine. I didn't see it, but just he's gone for the stuff. He just had to like clutch an elbow or something. Yeah, he was trying to pull the sting out with his. He was trying to pull the sting out with his gloves on. Also, yeah, that's like, ironic. Aren't wicket oh keepers gloves like webbed? They're the most thick gloves. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do. It. Um, all right, so I don't have a B, but I'm going with the. <laughs> do you have a plan B? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with the. Sure, your joke. It's worse without Tom here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Canberra Raiders now. Th- so this was get- happening pretty much as we were recording last week. Um, so they were playing the Warriors. Now, guys, what's my favourite tactic or game plan watching NRL? Just get up the other end and take the one point. The field goal. Mm. Exactly. I was about to say false, but no, it's the, it's the Fisher field goal. It's the Fisher, the Fisher, Fisher field, field goal. The score line, yeah. it's the field goal. No, no matter the score, always take the point. It's project, fantastic. Project for you, Fisher. Yep. I want to know the game with the most points scored through field goals. All right, I will have a. I will have Please, a look. Please uh, report back next week. I, I will. I will. But anyway, so the Raiders have taken my advice and they've taken a field goal and they're nineteen eighteen up with about a minute to play. Warriors bash their way down the other end and Sean Johnson kicks a field oh, goal thirty right. out. 
So it's 19 all. Um, the Raiders is like, all right, so, you know, there's a bit going on. Look, let's just, you know, kick it down and then, you know, force the extra time. The, they kick it to the 10, like, meter line. The Warriors bash their way back to the Raiders 30 God. meter line. And Sean Johnson then kicks a second <laughs> field goal again. within a minute to win the game for the Warriors. Oh, Christ on a bike. Like, you, you have one job, which is defend as well as you normally do. Mm. Just keep them in their half and they can't kick it. So what you're saying is the worst two defensive sets of the game. Back to back when it when the game when was it, on the when line. When it actually counted. Incredible. And then it meant the Raiders had lost their third game of the season by two points or less. Oh, God. That's why Ricky came out and said what he said they were poor and yeah. soft. He yeah, called his exactly. own team soft. He, well, they had one good season and now they're just fucking... In the doldrums again. The Raiders are the Warriors of Canberra. <laughs> yeah, and losing uh, to the Warriors of New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking <laughs> the, terrible. The Warriors of Canberra that have lost to the actual yeah. Warriors. So it's- for conceding two field goals in a minute, which I wasn't actually sure was possible, uh, the Canberra Raiders, you are my gumnut of the week. Good, good, good. Voting okay. is on. Uh, I'm going to go straight away. The B is funny, Jack. Take the vote for the B. Yeah, look, we're not going to waste good. any time here. The yeah. B is very, very funny. Right, Although, well, was it the B? Who was the gumnut? It was Quentin de Kock for not putting on B repellent. Right. I, I almost want to say Quentin de Kock for trying to pull the stinger out with his gloves on. No matter if you're a lightning quick, you're not pulling it out. Like You have time to take your glove off. See, everything about this is moronic. From the, him trying everything. to do that to there being bees there in to the, the first fact place. That they're to it's happening before. It's, it's happened <laughs> before there's multiple yeah. bee swarms at the bees? Wanderers. It's yeah. so illogical. Mm. Uh, so I don't like it. So, so, Jack uh, I, so I've got the chocolates. You, that you is don't, good you on this. Uh, you don't need to vote. Yeah, this Easter redemption gumnut special. Tom away, and as a result, very little laughter around the table. <laughs> but we're all smiling inside. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in. We will probably be back next week, depending on how we feel. Uh, Tom definitely won't Tom, be. Tom's still not back. Still, still not banned. here. Still banned. He's away for two weeks. Uh, you can send him your condolences on Twitter. Uh, Thanks very much for tuning in. Hooroo.